0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: It's not just about the money. It's also about the red tape. If we want to get more doctors into our system, particularly family doctors, then maybe make it easier for them to get there. Not with their education necessarily, but with their licensing. That is the theme of some pieces that I have been reading about recently. One of them, actually written by our next guest, Dr. James Mescalik, who's an associate professor at the University of Toronto's Faculty of Medicine and trauma leader at St. Michael's Hospital. Dr. Mescalik, thank you so much for joining us. A pleasure. Now I understand that if you ask doctors across the country, according to the um, according to the Canadian Medical Association, most of them are in support of an idea of having a national license. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's something that maybe made sense 100 years ago when you needed a horse in four months to get news of someone's credentials from Ottawa to Vancouver, but it doesn't really make a lot of sense in our modern world.
1: Okay, so what do you think we need to do here to help get doctors into the system?
0: Well, I think that we're all feeling that the system itself is increasingly inhumane on both the patient and the doctor side. And I guess I'm just you know, like many other doctors out there, imagining what it would be like if we had healthcare actually follow Canadians no matter where they were. And I think that kind of reinvigorates the idea of a deeper practice of medicine, meaning we could imagine, I would imagine going to Newfoundland if they needed the help, and they actually do need help. But guess what, it takes me like six weeks, several thousand dollars, a lot of reference letters from people just to assure something that the Ontario College already knows. And the Newfoundland College could simply just get word from, you know, my credentials somewhere else. So I I think like we would be surprised by the response that the freedom to practice medicine anywhere would actually tap into something natural and good that's kind of latent inside of all of us, but wanting to help out however we can, Canadians, wherever they are, so I think a national license, something that is, you know, administered nationally perhaps, but you know, has the fidelity of a provincial scrutiny. You know, meaning you would have to be in good standing, you would have to have done all the necessary training and continuing education that it takes to allow you to practice medicine at a very, very high level. Like our doctors and nurses practice medicine at a very, very high level. So I think if you had a national license, we would just spend more time, perhaps even exploring our own country, helping out when there's a disaster, you know, to be in, in Ottawa, Ontario, and a shift goes unfilled in Hull, Quebec. If you don't have a Quebec license, you actually can't cross the bridge and go work in that hospital, even though they may be running the same, you that's, know, the same ordering system, the patients are the same.
1: Don't these provincial licensing bodies talk to each other? Is not there not more communication
0: between them? You know, not really. And I guess that's what's really frustrating. So I think that Like I said, you know, these these things have slowly developed over years. There's been, you know, obviously a growth of administration that exists. And so I think that they're perhaps losing, you know, a semblance of control. There's always been that tension in our country between the provinces and the federal government. Who has control? Who gets the, you know, the budget line about administering physician practice, et cetera. But um, I I think what... What I'd like to counter is the idea that it's going to be a sacrifice in any college's part. I think that they continue to function very much as they can. They can offer people like me who would love the privilege to go work in B.C. for a month at a time here and there or up in our north and charge us an extra fee for having a national license just so we don't have to go through these extra hurdles. And I really just think it would be so important for Canadians, no matter where they are. You travel to Toronto and something happens to you, you sprain your ankle, you get the same care as uh, you would if you were in Vancouver. You don't have to fret. You know, let's say you're there for a month, something comes up, and you have to spend time with family there, or you can get a family doctor there. And oh. I just think that reciprocity is important.
1: Well, it makes perfect sense when you describe it like that, right? Like, and why, yeah. wouldn't, why wouldn't doctors want to do this? So has there been any progress made towards this idea?
0: There's a lot of people have been working on it for many years. You know, I, I can think of, you know, rural physicians know that it would be useful to have, you know, secure someone like me just to take a break from, say, downtown Toronto, right? I want to go to PEI and help a family doctor out who wants to take a, a month off and go sailing or something. So you, those, that's been a lot of advocacy from people for whom it would benefit. The Canadian Medical Association has been, been lobbying for this. But it really, I think, is going to come up to the federal government to kind of broker a deal between the provinces and have them, help, you know, help them see that this doesn't need to be a zero sum game. It's not a lose, lose scenario or a win, lose scenario. It's actually win, win. And we as healthcare workers, not just doctors, but nurses and you know, allied professionals, we need a boost in our collective mood. Because it's been yeah. a hard last few years and we need something. Okay, and yeah. this would just be I, 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 like this would be a sign that the government is listening to us.
1: Yeah. OK, that's what I'm wondering then. So who makes this happen then? Does this have to happen from the grassroots level? Does it have to be the provincial licensing bodies that do this? Does it have to be the federal government? Like who makes this happen?
0: Well, I think that the provincial colleges have to agree that this is a good idea and they can harmonize their processes just to make sure that we don't have duplication of services. Now, that requires efficiencies. Efficiencies, I think, are worth working towards. I don't know what that means in terms of uh, making the workflow the same, but it just really means this conversation that you say has been lacking for so many years has to occur. And I think it's really going to be the federal government who's going to perhaps make a move on this, saying maybe the first step is saying we should license people federally in case of a national disaster. So there's a flood in the Red River, and now you can have people like me visiting from Toronto who can contribute. So that could just be like a first foray into seeing if this can work in an exercise, you know, may that never happen, but just that could be the first, first kind of like inroads. And then I think it would just be showing that it's possible. And then, you know, just not to be too, you know, Pollyanna-ish, but I can just imagine <laughs> as, a, as this occurs, I mean, I'd love just a health record that follows you. And so just that the idea yeah. of, you know, we have almost this concept that we have, you know, universal care, which is a silly term. We don't even have it in our own country. So let alone the universe. But, we, you know, I think it would just be a first step towards actually us having an actual national healthcare care system. So we can medicine would know no boundaries, at least in our own country. And your health care would truly follow you. That's one of the five principles of the Canada Health Act, portability. And so I think it's a, it's a you know, a first step that's long overdue.
1: Now, listen, let me ask you, you've been talking about these ideas publicly. uh, Any traction on this? Getting any response?
0: You know, the East Coast has started, I believe it's May 1st, they're going to say, you get a license in Newfoundland, you get a license in Nova Scotia, any in New Brunswick, PEI, that's great. You know, I'm I'm heavily considering just getting a license for those provinces, just out of an abundance of interest in helping out in my own country. Um, Ontario made some promise during the recent uh, disbursement of healthcare dollars between the federal government and uh, the transfer payments, but nothing since. So I think this kind of is the type of thing that stalls. And I'm, I think we're just tired of it stalling. Uh, Australia did this 50, almost 15 years ago. In India, you can go work in a completely different culture in, 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 your own, in your own country if you have an Indian medical license. So it seems uh, kind of like backward that we're still hanging on to this and asking right. for permission to go anywhere in our own country.
1: Well, it makes sense when you describe it. Listen, thanks so much for your <laughs> time this morning.
0: My <laughs> pleasure.